And we should have uh, Dr. Maura Clancy on the phone line now. And Maura is, can you hear me, Maura? I can hear you. Good morning, Tom. Yeah, and I'll give you your full title now. You're the Dean of the Faculty of Applied Sciences and Technology and Director of the Progression Pathways at LIT. Maura, I've known you for a long number of years through drama, and I know you went back to college as a mature student in 2000. Will you briefly outline your history and why you went back as a mature student? I will indeed, Tom, and yes, our our, our relationship goes back a long way. I'll just... Before you start, yes, uh, LIT is correct, but on the 1st of oh, October yes. 2021, uh, we merged with Adlone Institute of Technology to become the Technological University of the Shannon. So we're now two, and T-U-S. very proud of that. Yes, my that apologies on that one. Yeah, Not at all, not at all. So my history... I suppose when I left school, I I went to what is now at um, the Atlantic Technological University. It was then Galway Mayo Institute of Technology, and I uh, did a diploma in business studies. And I then I went on and I set up my own business and I did many things for a number of years. But I always loved studying. I always had an interest in education. And I suppose down through the years, I used to always think I'd love to go back. But I suppose for all people listening here this morning that are considering this, finance is always going to be the big worry. And and with me, it was as well. I had my own business. I had children that were due to start college themselves. And you do worry about how you're going to pay the bills. But on the 1st of January 2000, so it must have been the millennium bug, Tom. <laughs> I, I got up on the morning of the 1st of January and I said, I'm not waiting any longer. I need to do this. And I went back as a mature student that September uh, to uh, in UIG. It was then. Now it's the University of Galway. And my big plan was that I was taking three years just to study for myself. I didn't really have any intention of changing my career path or anything major just to take three years I'd worked non-stop for a long time and I just said this is my three years but of course it's addictive and wonderful and life-changing you and went I back full-time then to full-time courses I went back full-time yeah. yes mm. now I was lucky that I was able to do that yeah and I suppose if I want to give any message to to potential mature students it is that it is life-changing. It yeah. is absolutely life-changing. And so, therefore, I, I cannot say enough good about it. Now, it's not for everyone, Tom, and sure. I would never get on and try to sell something. It, it has to be the right time for you. It's, it's demanding because uh, there are fantastic supports in all the universities now, and TUS has an absolute range of them. Uh, you know, that are detailed on the website. But ultimately, you still have to do the work. Yeah. And as a mature student, you probably have maybe work commitments, maybe um, family commitments, etc. And drama but commitments. It, <coughs> and dra- <laughs> Don't tell my boss. <laughs> drama commitments. <laughs> and so there is quite a lot of, of, of a balancing act. And... I mean, again, I have to say that I was very lucky that I had great support from my family that enabled me 
to get get through it you know what i mean and yeah, to yeah, ignore yeah, maybe yeah. some commitments for a while while i was doing it but uh, ultimately all i can say is it changes you completely even if you don't go on to change your career tom yeah yeah it changes yeah. your mind yeah. it changes how you think it changes how you approach life yeah and that is invaluable yeah. and I suppose that's the key message I'd have. Yeah. So after doing your BA, you went on to do an MA, and you obviously had an aptitude for maths, had you? I, I had. Um, even in school, I, I always loved maths. And I, I, I like the scientific clinical. I, I love patterns, Tom. Uh, you know, symmetry. And even when I'd be decorating a room, you know, I'd be very conscious of the symmetry of the way things are hanging. And so I love patterns and mathematics is all about patterns, finding patterns in nature. (laughs) People think that mathematicians in inverted commas make up maths. They discover them is a, is a better way of putting it. Would you believe so, maths was my favourite subject at school? You know, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would. Yeah, yeah, that's let's see, that's fifty years ago since I did my even start fifty two. Would you believe? You know, so <laughs> you, you never lose it though, Tom. You never <laughs> yeah. lose that. You never mm. lose that that joy of recognizing something and seeing something or solving uh, problems. Know, Exactly. Explaining yeah. something, yeah. you know, and nature, nature is phenomenal. Yeah. And uh, let's ca- let's call it Mother Nature. Mother Nature knew what she was doing, uh, you know, and, yeah. and, and there's a reason things are structured and organized the way they are. So I loved that. I felt in my undergraduate degree, I did English literature and mathematics, and I felt that it was a very busy three years, and I thought, I just haven't enough done. I'd like to engage more deeply. And so I decided to do the master's in mathematics because I thought, again, that this time now I'll have so much more time to Mm -hmm. really get into the number of things, which you do, but it's a busy time. You never have enough time, let's put it that way. But you obviously enjoyed it, you know, it wasn't a (laughs) a chore. I I absolutely, yeah, Yeah. no, I I, I did love it. I I loved it. Very, very busy, very demanding. It's challenging because when you start, when you start getting into the masters and the research areas, you know, there's presentations, there's, uh, you know, you, you have to put yourself out there. It's no longer learning in the back room, if you know what I mean. So, and and that can be nerve wracking, you know, so there's, huge uh, personal growth in that as well and more would you, apart from let's say your own gray matter and your own aptitude would you attribute some of you the uh, i suppose support you got to the people in ucg at the time oh 100 percent. you were lucky to 100%. have a few great teachers and tutors yeah. were you 100 percent. i mean and one of the things that i will say again to students prospective students The door of lecturers' offices are always open. You know, sometimes you can start and you're afraid to go to them. You you, you imagine them these extraordinary people that somehow can't, uh, you know, get down to your level. No, they were all students. They were all interested. And, like, I got some of the best advice and support. Now... In a, in a big organization, so those, the, the group sizes are much smaller, so you have a real personal relationship yes. with the uh, lecturers, so they would really know you and be able to support you almost 
uh, automatically. In the bigger universities, you have to knock on the door because you might be one of 200. But I can assure you, you, you will be welcomed if you knock on the door. But, but you might have to do a little bit more going uh, rather than meeting somebody. You know, when you're in a group size of 20, you, yeah. you, you know, you're on a personal level uh, more so. But the support is there. And I suppose I was mature. And so because I was mature, I wasn't afraid to go and ask. I and, know, I, I mean, know. Oh, the, the, I mean, the, my, and, and they used to say, you're a colleague. Yes. You know, we're, we're, you're a colleague. Yes. You're, we're all trying to get people to where they can want to go and better themselves. So it, it wasn't a them or us, you yeah. know. It, is it, is it hard to get that message across to, let's say, first years now and second years? It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, I, I, I always tell these stories because it, it kind of sums it up. When I was in the classroom on, with the new first years that come in. Yes. And they'd be putting their hand up and saying, Miss, uh, Miss, and, you know, can I leave the room or is it OK? <laughs> and, and I'd be saying to them, you're over 18. You're an adult. I'm Maura. You know, and yeah. <laughs> you, you're in charge of your own. <laughs> you know, there's no need. But of course, it's it's so difficult for them. And I spoke to so many students because of the area that I thought mathematics, which always uh, frightens, in particular, mature students. And I used to be trying to, you know, get that fear away from them yeah. and just get them to actually relax and enjoy it. And. More times students would say to me, that's okay for you. You were obviously always brilliant at that. Yeah, yeah. And I used to say to them, I have to stop you there. If I went in tomorrow morning to a class in an area of mathematics that I wasn't familiar with, I would be as lost as you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's a new area. I have to start with the basics and get to know it. So I said expertise comes from years of engagement and learning but you have the ability to do that the same as anybody else and interest goes a huge way and I know I did have that but uh, you know whatever your chosen area I say to all prospective students even besides mature I yeah. say to all of them do something you are interested in yeah yeah, yeah. it's much much easier Tom you'll enjoy it all the way through you know. Yeah. Maura, one of the things about your earlier life was that you find that you were kind of like discriminated against on a gender basis in the employment market. And did That's you right. did you find how did you that must have been quite a blow to your confidence um in some ways and I'm wondering did you find it's easy then to well, not easy, but how did you overcome that feeling and build your own confidence because really to me it's largely a question of confidence that you're talking about there and for mature that's students right. You know, that's right confidence is a key thing really how did you build that up well slowly if if i'm to tell the truth patricia mm. slowly now that in that i i have spoken at length about that that was back in the 80s mm -hmm. where uh, the times were different. The jobs were, uh, you know, were, were few and far between. And and really, it was it was gender. It definitely was gender based. But it was it was as much because I was a young mother. Yes. And yeah. prospective employers felt, oh, I, I, I quote that 
so much. Uh, one employer said to me, you're exactly who you want, but I'm not giving you the job. And he said, because measles, mumps and school plays. <laughs> and I never forgot it. It drilled into me. And so his thing was, you'll be off every other yeah, week yeah, yeah. with, with mm-hmm. small children. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I suppose I, I have to say, Patricia, I was blessed. I had incredible family support. And I suppose it was a real lesson for me. I drove home from that interview and I thought, I am never going to get a job. And so I came up with the plan that I'd have to employ myself. <laughs> it's basically oh, what for I came you. up with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it does knock you. And I suppose it does take, what I would say is take it gently. Take one step. Don't let it define you for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. When you have those incidences, don't let it define you. Recognize it for what it was. And, you know, see how you can deal with it in small steps, hmm. is what I would say. And, and as what you will always find is a lot of fear is in the head. And when you put yourself out there, you realize, oh, my goodness, this is near as bad as I thought it was going to be. And, and so then that will give you the courage to take the next step and the next step. But I do have to say this. When I went back in 2000, and I, of course, when I went the mathematical field, which is fundamentally very male-dominated. I mean, I would have been one of three girls in big groups of guys. Yeah, and don't and, forget, more. when I did my leap insert in 71, there was double points for maths. And the logic behind that at the time, would you believe, was that uh, the lads were better at maths than the girls. And they wanted yeah. to reduce the number of girls getting into medicine. So double points for maths. That gave out some of the wow. girls. You know? Wow. <laughs> my God. You know, that's, that's my lifetime, you know. <laughs> that's it. So, but isn't the good thing about this discussion to realize that in our lifetimes, how much things have changed. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we've moved a long you know, way away from that now. Yeah, absolutely. They have. Yeah. They, have. they have. And and the onus is on each and every one of us. And it's on parents and it's on everyone to make sure that we don't subconsciously embed those bias at any stage. Yes. And, and I mean, the huge drive now nationally and internationally is to get out there and encourage females into all of these uh, male-dominated areas. I mean, it's it's been proven scientifically. They bring other skill sets and that to have the complete package, you need the mix. Yeah, that's you know? what we're, so, we're talking about now is the STEM uh, uh, careers for girls, that there's really strong development of policy, which actually puts in place supports policy supports now for getting young women involved in maths and science in a way that sort of wasn't there at that earlier time or would you agree with that absolutely i couldn't agree more it's science Um, technology engineering and maths that's the that's what the acronym stem stands for i think that's it that's uh, it and um, they're even moved on patricia to steam Ah. which is science, (laughs) maths, technology, art. Oh, yeah. Because they think the creative is is so necessary in there as well. Oh, yeah, surely. 
which, yeah. which is which is wonderful. But I mean, mm. you, you know, there's um, Limerick for Engineering, which is which has now become Explore Engineering. They've they've rebranded, but I mean, they had they, they do an annual event for girls in STEM. You, you know, one of the things that has really come out of the research is role models. Yes. So role mm-hmm. models are hugely important. If you is as a young girl, if you don't see other role models in these mm-hmm. roles, yes. you're, you don't you don't even consider it. And that's a huge thing. And, and every year and there was a great event in Thuce in uh, recently where they brought in a, a number, <coughs> excuse me, of second level girls. And they had female engineers tell them about their lives. Mm-hmm. And they're, uh, you know, and and it it just it really it really opens up people's minds to what's possible. Yeah, and of course you you're the the proof of that. Not alone did you go back and do your uh, BA and your MA and your PhD, and you're now operating at a very very high level. And there's great credit due to you for that, Maura. As I said, I just admire you for that. And well, well, thank you, Tom. But <laughs> I, I also think that I, you know, I had great assistance along yes, the way. Yes. And I do have to say that, you know, I I never, I didn't feel any bias towards me. You know, when I went mm-hmm. for jobs and I was encouraged, you know, it, yes. it, you know, so I, I do have mm-hmm. to give huge yeah. acknowledgement. And, and those have, uh, you know, Athena Swan. Uh, recognition. They're also the University of Century. There's a huge EDI, equality, uh, diversity and inclusion yes. profile. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, I, I, I probably and I have been very lucky because even how I did the PhD, I wouldn't have had a notion. Yeah. But I had to do um, a thesis for part of my master's. Yeah. And I mean, immediately my colleagues came to me and said, you know, we're extremely impressed with that. Would you not consider it? And I remember saying to one of my colleagues, I, I wouldn't be able to do a PhD. Are you crazy? Yeah. And he said, of course you would. What are, you, are you joking me? <laughs> you know, so I so in many senses, yes, I, I you mean, I, I had determination and, and I, you know, probably, you know, I've been lucky that, but I have had great support as well. And from my family, incredible support from everybody, you know, so it it does make a difference. And what I would say is, okay, that's, that's my private circumstances, but all colleges and those, there is incredible support there. So anybody that does join us or joins any other university, Look for the help and support. It is there because we are all aware of the challenges yeah, that yeah. are there for, for mature students, you know, well, or any student. Yeah. Well, Maura, Maura, sorry, you, it seems as if in, in some ways the wheel has come full circle for you in your professional yeah. life as well, because you also carry the responsibility uh, for the direct you're the director of progression pathways within TUS. So to me that means that you're very involved in the development of the of progression pathways and ensuring that the student support is there for the people coming in who really need it. Uh, so it's that, it seems to be a, a really nice closing off of the circle. I don't mean to say <laughs> for a moment that your professional life's over or anything like that. <laughs> but rather that it's it's just lovely to see that, that that has happened for you, you know. Yeah, and and I said that when when that when that was part of the new role, I absolutely said exactly that, Patricia. This 
it, it couldn't be more suitable mm-hmm. yeah. because I can talk about this passionately and with experience. Mm-hmm. And I can know what the person sitting in the seat that I'm talking to feels like, you know. And what I say to them is, if you bring nothing else, just my story. I mean, there is no, if you told me on the 1st of January 2000 that I would be talking to you today as Dean of a Faculty and Director of Progression Pathways, I, I really would have laughed <laughs> extremely hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maura, just before we finish up now, and I'm going to give you a scenario now. Um, a young person, male or female, they're either sitting there leaving cert this year or next year, and they really don't know what they want to do. What advice would you give them? Well, the first thing I would do is say that time is on your side. So this idea of if you genuinely don't know what to do, there is nothing at all wrong with taking a year out. I don't think it's any harm. I've known a lot of students that have done it and they've all said it's beneficial. Now, I do also understand that there's parents listening to this and they'll be saying, oh, that adds a year. And if it is a thing that you want to go on immediately, but you really don't know, then the best advice I can give you is, well, first of all, do a lot of research. But secondly, I would suggest do something more general like arts or, you know, but don't specialize because if you specialize at this point, it's, it is possible. I'm the best example of all. You can always change direction. Yes, so don't yeah. worry too much. But there is no doubt about it. If if you keep a general, a general degree will then open a lot of doors to other things. Yeah, I suppose uh, the Americans you know, are a great example of that. I think they have a three year course, a degree of life sciences. Yes. And then you pick yes. your path after that. That's right. That's right. And, and another thing that's becoming very popular is, uh, we, we'll say, um, open first years. You know, you, you do your basic engineer, if, yes. if you choose engineering, say, yeah. you do basic engineering, but then you, you sample mechanical, yeah. you sample yeah. electrical, you sample uh, civic. <clears throat> civil. Or computer. And exa- or computer, absolutely. And so, therefore, you get a flavor. And so, by the end of, of first year, you actually have more of a clue. The other strong bit of advice I give is all colleges do open days, do exploratory um, and, you know, opportunities to actually see what it involves. I know, and, and again, just the engineering is only one, but, you know, those do an engineering week where you schools come in and they visit and they actually experience what... Uh, computer engineering is about yes what yeah. electrical engineering is about they actually go into the labs you know so there's an awful lot of information i would i would say do as much research as possible and you know as when you when you begin to actually know what that career means you'll you'll instinctively know that's not me or like for instance i always knew uh, nursing wasn't for me, yeah. and and that's no reflection on nurses. They're yeah. uh, extraordinary, but I knew it wasn't for me. So you will you will extend extend instinctively know that if you but but you do need to, do need to do the research, and there's a huge amount. There's videos on every college site explaining yeah. what the various yeah. careers are about. Or phone us, <laughs> yeah. call in, yeah, you yeah. know. 
always someone will will just will talk to you there's yeah. there's no question you see the thing has changed an awful lot from my day anyway you know where a university education was nearly only for the elite you know and it's absolutely. it's an open door for everyone no if they want to do it absolutely yeah. absolutely Regardless of age. And, and it's 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 it, again as i say it's phenomenal the changes in our lifetime i mean yeah, and yes. it's extraordinary i i tell the story and i don't i don't want to hold you up but my father left uh, my father was a huge believer in education yes. and i think that's probably where i got it yeah. but he had to leave national school he left national school at 14 and his headmaster came to his mom and dad and said uh would you let him go for a scholarship? I know he's bright enough and he'll get it. Yeah, and the yeah. parents laughed yes, at the yes, idea yes, yeah. that he wouldn't be taken over the farm. And like, it just wasn't even considered. Yes, yes, you yes. You know, yes, and, yeah. and but now we all view things so much differently yeah. and, and thankfully. Yeah. Do you know, I often think of my mother, Gertie Guthrie, you know, and never had to leave school at 14. And she had no, no brother and went home and went farming mm-hmm. and all that. But she was a highly, highly intelligent woman, you know. Absolutely. 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 And that's a great note to finish on, Tom. Yes. That's a wonderful note. If you are a mature student and somehow it hasn't happened for you for a number of reasons, it has nothing to do with intelligence or ability. Just has to do with opportunity. So don't underestimate your powers, you know, and and it's not that this is unachievable it's it's very achievable you know so let that not be the reason you decide uh, not to go forward Maura you're a tonic you know and <laughs> you're a, a great proponent for mature education and it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you you know and I'm have they'll be waving a checkered flag at me this year at work so I'll have to retire and <laughs> <laughs> you nearly tempted me to go back and do something, you know. <laughs> there you go. Well, isn't that good? <laughs> it is indeed. Yeah. And no better man, Tom. Yeah. No better so, man. And lovely to, to meet you, Patricia. Lovely to talk to you, Maura. And thank you very much for talking to us this morning. And the next time we're um, meeting, we'll be talking about drama, I suppose, will we? Absolutely. <laughs> we'll another session on that, Tom. <laughs> Maura, thanks a million for taking the time out to Not talk to us in your busy lovely, schedule. Lovely, yeah. lovely. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye, Maura. Yeah.